One of the biggest risks when you have an online business is a chargeback. Why? Because as soon as your client goes to the payment processor and files a chargeback, the amount will automatically be deducted from your account. So it's up to you to defend yourself. Find out how. Welcome to the 25th episode of Legally Fluent Podcast, a series teaching you how to legally run and scale your coaching, course creation, or online business, get rid of that overwhelm and confusion so you can finally concentrate on what you do best. If you find business legalities a nightmare and you finally want to conquer that fear of anything legal, then you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Vena Verga Danimar, an onlinepreneur legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danimar household, a lawyer, and an onlinepreneur. Chargebacks. I can categorically say that this is the bane of every onlinepreneur's existence. It's a waste of time, of money, and of your energy. It is also a great source of negative vibes. Imagine this. Coaching a client for several hours only to find out that she filed a chargeback saying that she did not receive what was promised. Now, you probably have a contract or a solid terms and conditions, but these alone will not necessarily stop the client from filing a chargeback and asking the payment processor to return her money. Yes, even I hate chargebacks. So, what can you do to prevent a chargeback? Unfortunately, there's no 100% foolproof method since you really cannot control what your client will do. But there are ways to discourage and make it harder for your client to file a chargeback or increase your chances of winning it in case your client files for one. First thing that you need to do, and probably you have guessed it, is that you need to have a solid contract or terms and conditions that has a provision on chargeback. But unfortunately, it is not enough that you have them. You need to have a well-documented proof that your client actually agreed to them when they purchased your program or service. Second, avoid payment processors that are too client-oriented. For example, PayPal. Use Stripe instead. I am not paid by the company Stripe to say this, but the records would show that PayPal approves chargebacks more frequently than Stripe. Better yet, use bank transfers instead. I know it's a little bit old school, but your client cannot file a chargeback with your bank since technically, banks are not payment processors in the same way or in the same sense as PayPal or Stripe. Third thing that you need to do, you need to document what, when, and how your client received all your deliverables. This will prove that you actually delivered what was promised. Since we are in the topic of documentation, you need to have orderly files so it is easier for you to prepare your response. If you can afford a CRM that allows your client to sign the contract within the CRM, then do so. Fourth, in case your client does file for a chargeback, keep your answer or response simple. Remember that the person reading the response has a lot of work to do. If your response is too convoluted, unorganized, or too many fluff, then there is a huge chance that your response will be denied. And lastly, if you ever receive a chargeback request, then take a deep breath 
and stay calm. I know, I know, probably you feel betrayed, confused, or even used. But no matter what you do, never ever respond mad. So I will close this episode with a phrase I often tell my clients and even myself at times. Focus on the things that you can control and let go of the rest. Whether your client will file a chargeback is not within your control, but how you prepare your business and ensure that you check your business legalities and how you respond to chargeback threats, these are all within your control. Talking about business legalities, if you're still unsure where to start, don't worry, you don't need to start from scratch because I have your back. Go download my Legally Fluent Primer and kickstart your journey to legally running and scaling your online coaching or course creation business. Head on to the episode notes for the link. Fear is a money block. If you constantly fear business legalities, you will not be able to grow and scale. Our goal in Legally She Can is to mentor and guide you so that you will not only feel confident but will also gain the peace of mind knowing that you have and know what it takes to legally run and scale your coaching, expert, or online business. If you're a coach, an expert, or an online business owner and you are ready to leave insecurity and fear behind, follow Legally Fluent Podcast and our social media account, Legally She Can, and let me guide you. See you next week for episode 26 of the series.